Chopper late models and um, drives a car that is has become affectionately known as the Tiger Car. And so, Cody, I want to take you back. First of all, glad to have you back on the show. Thank um, you. Thank you. Appreciate and it. we're gonna we're gonna go back in time with Cody to the beginning for uh, for a minute because just again, if you're not familiar with Cody, how did you get started in racing and where did because this started right from jump when I met you, you were running a bandolero and you were, um, you weren't a tiger man yet. You're a little kitty cat guy. Um, but you had this car that just was so reminiscent of a Cincinnati Bengals helmet. Um, so tell me about the tiger car. Where'd that, where'd that start? Oh yeah. Uh, it's, it's a pleasure to be here, Tom. Thank you. I definitely appreciate it. Uh, of course. When it, when it comes down to, uh, the tiger car, man, it's, it, it's my life. You know, I was about, about three years old. Uh, three years old, we were sitting, my dad took me to a Monster Jam, you know, we went as a family to the Monster Jam, and there was the Prowler, and um, the, there was a Tiger and a Leopard Monster Truck, and I told my dad, uh. I said, that Monster Truck right there is definitely what I want. I said, that's going to be my first race car right there, and from from then on, it stuck, and um, when I was racing quarter midgets, we went to the Eastern Grands in uh, Connecticut, and uh, we made it into the, the final race, and the A-Main, here we are, and they, was, they introduced me in everything and they played eye of the tiger for me and it was it was awesome so uh, that was quarter midget racing and uh moved into the bandoleros at age eight and we stuck with the tiger car we even had tiger fluorescent at one point yes we, you did we put a uh, white underneath so it looked like it was a little belly so uh the, the tiger car is definitely uh i would say it's it's going to be something a part of me for for a long time if for a long time well so, uh, i think it's fun oh yeah and I'm sure the kids love it. Absolutely, they go they go nuts. They go nuts at the racetrack. I mean, the cool thing is, you know, uh, super late models, pro late models, all Tiger cars. Uh, there was a, a one time we were at Greenville Pickens, we were leading the race, and the kids loved the Tiger car. And I could I could see the kids beating down the fence, beating really? down the fence, like wow. hooting and hollering for the Tiger car. That's fun. It was awesome. It was amazing. So there's it's a lot of good times at the uh, at the racetrack. You know, uh, a lot of the parents also love the Tiger car too. You know, it's something. It's an eye catcher. So you know, I can follow that car. I'm going to root for that car. So it's it's pretty cool. Well, yeah, it's it, like I said, it's different and it's fun. And I think that's that's what you need is a hook anymore. You know, it's funny because in a lot of divisions now we've gone to these, um, you know, composite bodies or whatever. Mm. And you know, and in and, and in some of them they come in a, ver- a variety of colors, but there's only so many. So you you see so many black and white yep. car like nobody nobody and then of course we do have wraps and some people really do a nice job but but see the tiger is unique you can spot that car from yeah. a mile away That's right. you know you're drawn to it if it's on a racetrack with 30 other cars you're drawn to it oh yeah you know and um so what was it like for you to come up i mean you you were very successful in quarters from what i from what i understand talk about the quarter midget stuff a little bit because we got obviously the club in salisbury <laughs> did you race there uh yeah NCQMA. yeah that's where you, yeah ncqma that was actually my home track uh that's what i thought yeah wow uh quarter midgets you know it, it was pretty much i i started let's see about five six years old i started cleaning my own car trying to get familiar with it and everything but you know we get to the racetrack and i go and play and then i go in the race car and have some fun <laughs> um but uh, quarter midgets, you know, we went all over the nation. We were North Carolina, South Carolina. We were Connecticut. We were all over the place. Yeah. Um, uh, w- there was one time, uh, we were sleeping in the, uh, in the trailer, you know, it was long night, you know, dad was driving, I was sleeping in the back seat, you know, and then we get there, we sleep in the trailer with air mattress, air oh, mattress pops, okay. right? And it's, well, wake oh. up freaking out thinking it's a snake. Snake. And, you know, it was, it was a lot of crazy things, you know, happened in the quarter midgets. Um, I, I will say I, I wish I was a little bit older so I could remember a little bit more. But, um, yeah, no, that was that was a good old days for me. You know, we, we won a lot of championships, a lot of races, um, racing quarter midgets, met a lot of great people. Um, Do I recall that you raced with some of the like guys like uh blaney and oh yeah who like, who else was in quarters when so, you were, that's in nascar now harrison burton he was that's right. he was in with us you know we'd we'd race every week pretty much together you know um uh see harrison burton there's ben rhodes um 
Ben was ra- I didn't know Ben race quarters. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I thought he started in go-karts. Um, I met him in go-karts. Ben Rhodes, there was uh, yeah, Ryan Blaney. Um, I just had the other name on the tip of my tongue. Um, I know Cindric uh, we raced with in Bandoleros. Right. Um, yeah, Chandler Smith was another one in quarter midgets that we, uh, we okay. got to see. So. Um, uh, well, he went to Bandos too. Yeah, he went to Bandoleros yeah, too. Um, Jared Irvin, which he's really not racing too much. Uh, no, you know, I, we, petered out. He was he was he was a tough tough he was. You know, competitor in quarter yeah. midgets and you know moving up in his career and. Um, but yeah, uh, there's a couple other guys too. But man, I just can't remember. Uh, but yeah, it was. We were one big family. We all we all just grew up racing together, you know. And um, it's just everybody took off from there. You still ever get to see like Blaney or anybody or talk to them at all? Or no? I mean, everybody thinks that well, you know, your friend. You should be well. I mean, everybody's doing their own thing. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> everybody's got their, <laughs> own, their own, own life to live. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's a good thing about you know social media and everything else. You can you know tag a friend in a post or you can send them a message. You know, that's a good thing about all that. Um, but yeah, as as far as you know, meet and greets. I haven't seen any of the of the guys in a while. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, you know Ryan obviously and Harrison and you know they've they've all done well and and so you you went from there like you said to Bandos mm-hmm. and then you were in a late model when you were still I would argue yeah. still kitty cat <laughs> you were at least from the size point of view you were small yeah yeah uh, we Moved were up into a pro right yeah pro late model we actually raced one legend car race at Rockingham Speedway oh you did yeah it, Little they, Rock yeah. Yeah, so they allowed they allowed uh, eleven years old, I think it was, to go in wow. and uh, do do the legend cars because it wasn't necessarily you know too wild if you you know went off you yeah, have some you had a lot of runoff room so um, couldn't hurt yourself too bad yeah yeah so we went out there you know and we we won we won. You know, so wow. it, was, it was great. My first time. I want to know what you're, you've got a you're batting a thousand in legends cards. Ran <laughs> yeah. one, won one. Yeah, and it was it was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. You know, it was it was a great thing. You know, I went out there and um, just it just you know I I told my dad I said Daddy I got to get one of those. We got to get one of those. We got to get one of those. You know, and he says, Well, you want one of those or do you want a late model? I said, Oh, I want a late model. I want a late model. Yeah, I can't give him the <laughs> choice. Know, so, yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, so you know we we worked towards getting a late model and we got our first pro late model. You know, it, it wasn't necessarily a good car or anything. It was it was an okay car, but it wasn't necessarily one that you can go out there and win with. It was kind of old, you know, and it was just it was a good learner's car. You sure. Know? I First yeah, time out just there, starting. you know, we we didn't have new tires, nothing like that. Just to use tires, you know, he gave me where I was getting comfortable. We went to Concourse Speedway, you know, it has that dog leg, uh, you know, for my first time out there. Oh, yeah, that's right. That, yeah, that was whenever was, it was Concourse Speedway. <laughs> my brain disconnected for a minute because I'm thinking, Legends car on the house? No, he's the late model Yes, yeah, yeah, okay, sorry. Right. Yeah, sorry. When no, we, yeah, when we got the late you're model. You're fine. You told it right. I just, <laughs> my brain takes a walk every uh, couple of hours. <laughs> it happens. Um, but, yeah, so you're on, on the, yeah, that was bad fast yeah, yeah. It, it was scary you know the dog leg you go you go in there and you know and my first time out there i'm starting to get comfortable going faster you know and it's and it's like whoa but you know my dad was more scared than i was you know he was starting he was on the radio telling me whoa it down a little bit whoa it down whoa 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 you know and i'm 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 not even half throttle yet daddy you know, and we're out there. I'm I'm having the time of my life, and he's over there. You know, he don't even have any more fingernails. He's just watching me. You know, and he comes in. How how, how was it? And I says, Well, you won't let me go fast enough. It was all right. <laughs> Is <laughs> that really what you told him? It was it was a good time though, and um, you know, we we took that car. We raced That's Myrtle funny. Beach. Myrtle Beach was our first race in it. And uh, Myrtle Beach, you know, it the Big half mile. Yeah, it yeah. had um, the sea, the seashells and everything in the oh, surface. Yeah, cheese so, grater. Oh yeah, big time, <laughs> big time. So uh, it was it was a really good time for my first race, getting to learn a little bit of tire strategy. You know, it was a pro late model, so we're not necessarily spending any tires or anything. Sure. But you know, you got some you got some power, and um, we started. Um, 
Well, you know, actually, let's go back to, you know, my first race. So a lot of the guys were looking at me saying, oh, this kid, this kid. Well, I went out there. We qualified okay, you know. I think we started 13th. Well, I ended up finishing 6th after the race. I had four people come up to me, shook my hand, said, you just you just gained our respect. So, you know, at my first race there, you know, it was it was tough. It was tough. But, you know, learned some strategy my very first time. Uh, got, you know, got a lot of relationships my very first time out there. And uh, from, from there, you know, we started working on um seeing what we can do look for other cars and uh we just you know worked from there and we got to make new connections and it was it just worked out when we come back from this next break we are going to find out just how old cody connor was when he first made that transition to the big cars because I'm sure some of you have no idea how young these kids transition into late models. So we're going to hear more of Cody Connor's story here. Cody, a Canapolis kid, just a great young racer and a fine young man. We'll be back with more with him on League Lap right after this. I found hope in the midst of an overwhelming situation. I let go of trying to control things that I had no control over. And that helped me find peace of mind. Alcoholism is a disease that can affect any family. Everyone suffers, but there is help and hope at Al-Anon Family Groups. I was constantly stressed and worried. Now I approach each day with joy and gratitude. In Al-Anon, families and friends of alcoholics find new ways to heal from the effects of a loved one's drinking. Al-Anon gave me my life back. I'm a better father and husband. Are you in an overwhelming situation because of someone else's drinking? Al-Anon and Alateen can help. Local and virtual meetings are available. Maybe one could work for you. For information, call 1-866-200-0033 or visit alanon.org slash hope. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up! You can do something else. Information technology... I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hey guys, this is Nathan Bird, a.k.a. Birdman, and you're listening to Lead Lap Radio. Welcome back to Lead Lap. Cody Connor is our guest in studio. Cody, driver of the Tiger car, super late model car, uh, races locally whenever he can, but really all over the country. We'll get to that in a bit, but uh, we're talking about your days and quarter midgets moving up to the pro late and 
Um, how old were you when you started the pro late? You were young, right? Yeah, yeah. 13, so 12? We, uh, we started at age uh, 11 practicing. And, uh, yeah, whenever we moved, uh, actually turned 12, we were actually really able to start racing with the Pass South, the Pro All-Star Series. That's right. Yeah. Ollie Spate, was that Ollie? Was oh, yeah. he doing that? Ollie, yeah. Ollie was a part. Yeah, yeah. So it was Tom Mayberry is the, is, was the main man, and Ollie was pretty much the, let me, let me run everything. And uh, I, I, I love Ollie Spain. That's a real good man right there. Yeah, uh, he's a great guy. He's still race director at Orange County, I think, now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is he? He's doing okay. race director at Orange County, if I remember okay. right. I thought he um, moved. I thought he was. Uh, maybe he's not anymore, but the last I knew, I thought that's where he was. 12, what, 12 years old? My gosh. <laughs> you and Tyler Dayton. Dayton started at like 12 or 13, too, and he was as much of a pipsqueak as you <laughs> in the late model. Yeah, yeah. It was like crazy. He needed a high chair to sit in there. <laughs> Yeah, I was crazy, you know, because he 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 was right there with us, you know. I I was looking at his Bandolero, you know. I was looking at his late model, and <laughs> we got our Bandolero, we got our late model, and um, when when we did get into it though, I I do think he had a perimeter, and we went with a straight rail. Okay. I think I think we were a little bit different. You could mix them in that. You could, you could. I yeah. don't think. Do you are you allowed to anymore? Um. I, I don't think I think um I think you're able to use a perimeter with straight rail but I don't think they allow straight rail with perimeter. Okay. Because uh, it's straight rail is, you know, it's way more of an advantage to the to the perimeters, you know. So for those listening who don't know what we're talking oh. about, give us a fifth grade explanation <laughs> of the difference between the two. Okay, so a uh, perimeter chassis is pretty much like your your standard cup car. I would say, um, you know, everything's built to you and you got, and you know, your, your passenger, but a straight rail is pretty much built for the driver. It's pretty okay. much, you know, you got your, your bars and everything. And then, you know, your front horns where your motor sits, you know, one side and the, the left side and the right side. And then actually it comes back and, uh, it actually the bar comes in the next to the driver and you bolt on a nerf bar for a straight rail. Okay. To where a perimeter, you don't have to do none of that. It's already, it's already, it's made into the chassis. And you said which one is an advantage? Uh, a straight rail is a way is more advantage. Tell us why. Because a perimeter car, it's it's probably weighing at uh, at three thousand pounds. You know, a peri- or a straight rail, you're twenty twenty eight seventy five. I think it is twenty seven. Okay. Yeah, twenty twenty eight seventy five. I think that is. Yeah, so they're lighter. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. and. Um, Typically, perimeter chassis. You use a crate engine. Um, I don't. I don't think they're. Um, I don't think they're like a six hundred four crate or anything like that. Six hundred two. I think they're six hundred twos and six hundred two, six hundred threes. But uh, for a straight rail, you know, majority of the time you'll have six hundred fours. But a lot of these guys run six hundred fours that are kind of tweaked. You know, they yeah. got they got some stuff like more bit like better rods and stuff like that you know uh, which actually adds up a lot you know uh, it's it's a little bit of this and a little bit of that you know it's, it's some big horsepower so um the, the difference is there you know it, it's really you really don't want to run a, a straight rail with perimeters because it's just not fair at all um, I got you. but uh the difference between since we're on you know talking a little differences sure. the difference between a pro late model and a super late model is uh just one's a wet something one's a dry sump so a pro late model you have a 604 crate and your oil pans right underneath the motor you know you got all your oil and everything right there where the super late model is a dry sump so you actually have your oil in a tank that is uh right next to the left rear tire and then you got the hard lines and everything going uh right next to the driver all the way up to the to where you know your oil pan is and you know you you go ahead and get your oil everything through that so um that's the difference between a pro and a super late model um really really not too much uh for a super motor, it's uh, twenty five thousand brand new. For uh, for a pro late model motor, brand new, you're looking at about fifteen. Yeah, the super is more expensive. Yeah, um, and it it does go faster, but it doesn't go a whole lot faster on a lot of the smaller tracks. Like there's yeah, hickory really creates. not a lot of difference. Yeah, 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 really not. I mean, honestly, in some of our super late model races, you know, like Hickory, for instance, there's a lot of guys that use a pro late model engine with the the super late models because you know super late models, you got that little bit of tire spin coming up off the corner, so you're burning up your tires, and your tires are your best friends. So you're burning up tires, which is no good. Where the pro late model really doesn't have enough giddy up to really burn any tires so you know they have tires at the end of the race where supers you really don't have much tire at the end of the race so right. the advantage actually evens out 
So I got you. Um, that's but that's only very rare, uh, very rare. Now you have a super mm-hmm. now, but your your um, now cars went from super to pro. Yeah. The cars tour for this year, and you were explaining that it's it would be kind of difficult for you to switch mm-hmm. from the super to the pro. Tell us why. Basically, when it comes down to switching from a super to a pro, uh, you're going to have to try and find buyers, you know, for your motors, and then you're going to have to spend money to go buy a brand new, brand new motor. Uh, the car itself is pretty much the exact same, right? Um, but you have a lot of taking out to do. Um, in depending on what the rules are, you know, I haven't had a chance to look at the rules or anything, but uh, there's there's a couple things that supers allow that you know uh, pros don't. So um, it it just depends on what rule books say on on who you're wanting to do. Because okay. um, I know rules are a little bit different between cars tour rules are a little bit different between um, uh, Southern Super Series. Yeah, so some it, of the other. Yeah, so it just really depends on what you're wanting to do. But there's there's a little bit of work to it for sure. Yeah, so you've chosen not to do that at least for the moment. You're still running the super late, but there aren't too many super late model races around here anymore, right? Talk about... I mean, where are you going to race, or where would I mean? You run the snowball every year. We, I think, we had John last year just around snowball time yeah. uh, down in Florida. But um, where else do you think you're going to probably try so, to run this year? Nashville. Uh, we're thinking Nashville. Uh, we're going to run Greenville. Love that place. Na- Nashville is bad to the bone. What's it Greenville is, got? Uh, Greenville is coming up for Southern Super Series. Oh, uh, yeah, Southern Super Series is probably. Probably by far one of the greatest series I've raced with. In They're Super racing in Greenville. Yeah, yeah. So oh, wow. um, I'm pretty excited about that. We'll be there for that. Uh, you know, I'm really hoping, really hoping to get uh, get out there for a couple of the Blizzard races. You know, uh, Five Flags. Yep, Florida, yep. where they run the snowball. Yep, Again, Southern Super for the series. audience yep. listening. Yeah. Um, so that I'm really excited for that. Um, same track as Snowball, so it's really helps. You know, trying to trying to get the familiar with. You know, every time you go to a different racetrack, your seat your seat changes. You know, your butt changes. So um, get real familiar with Five Flags because it's it, the track does change. And uh, oh, speaking of, you know, uh, last year they they did um, they put a brand new slither of asphalt on the front stretch. Oh, at Five Flags. Yeah, at Five oh, Flags wow. right before Snowball Derby, and um, you know that was actually a really big change um, coming out of coming out of Turn Four. It, uh, you know, once it rubs up, that means you know you're spinning tires. And everything well it catches on that new asphalt and almost like it grabs launches my first time my yeah. first time you know i got a little loose and i almost hit the wall actually you know because <laughs> it over it corrected me and i tried to correct it you know and it was it was a little wild at first but um it was it actually really did launch you a little bit and it, it I, I i felt like it made some good racing you had you know? a good run down there yeah yeah we qualified uh we qualified really good um we were, we were hoping to do a little bit better. If I'm being honest with you, I was really hoping for that top 10. Um, I think you had a good shot at it. You were fast. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it, it, it was it, right before right before the race I was, or the qualifying, I was talking to uh, Michael Atwell, and uh, I raced with him in quarter midgets. And... Um, he was he was talking to me and um, I said I was we were just joking around and you know he's like well we'll see who's the fastest lap afterwards you know and <laughs> I feel bad he didn't end up making the race but you know uh, I I said it, it was a good lap you know and um, I won yeah it was it was great though you know a snowball derby the atmosphere is is amazing it is I just. Yeah. fantasy I'm over it right now you know um snowball derby just everybody comes together and it is special um, yeah i mean it's the you know there there are there are a number of those races throughout the country there's basically one or two for each division short track division and i think that's it for the supers and even the pros um and then you know of course up north you got oxford mm-hmm. and yeah i think you've run that a, a time or two yep, oxford yep. 250 up in maine um but you know, and then of course, you, you know, you got Chili Bowl for the for the midgets, and you know, there's so there's there's a few of those sort of mm. Super Bowl kind of races, and uh, man, Five Flags, it's like it it's almost like if you don't qualify for the Snowball Derby, it's really not an insult or not a mm-hmm. a, a knock because there's usually ten or fifteen guys who don't qualify. Well. 
two years ago, Chase Elliott didn't right. qualify. Right. So I'm saying it's yeah. so close. The field's so close. It doesn't take oh, much yeah. to not qualify. Yeah. You're, right. You're not lying. We're talking from from first to 89th within four tenths. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah. That is. I mean, so I'm saying how precise all everybody is. You know, it's crazy. There's no shame, and yet, mm-hmm. you know. What a disappointment. <laughs> you know, after all the money you spent that week practicing the heck out of it, how yeah. many sets of tires you're going through, qualifying, whatever, and you just don't make it in. It's like, ah. Oh. Mm. Especially, you know, it comes down to hundredths of a second, yeah. you know, a lot of times. And it's like, man, where did I lose that? Yeah. Where did I leave that on the table, right? That's tough. Yeah, it um, is really tough. I, I will say we, we did just get a new motor refreshing. That's why I'm a little nice. bit, that's why it's hard for going from a super to a pro. Okay. Um, we got this for right before snowball derby and um oh that's right yeah, yeah you told me. we got that yep. new motor for snowball derby and that was a really big help that was a really big help um you know we tried the year before that and we qualified uh we qualified 33rd so we missed it by three spots so this year qualified um i'm drawing a blank i, I want to say 13th 13th yeah, yeah 13th. 13th i was drawing yeah. a blank for a second yeah. there and then we ended up finishing 21st yeah. um towards the end you know I, I thought i was able to get a little bit more out of it but you know i didn't have too much, but um, it was it was a blessing to be there again, you know, hoping to come back for sure. Oh, absolutely. Well, the Snowball Derby is certainly the premier race. I'm sure uh, you'll be back uh, headed that way later this year, but let's not rush it. Summer's not even here yet. Back <laughs> with more of Cody Connor on lead lap right after this. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediates to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. I found hope in the midst of an overwhelming situation. I let go of trying to control things that I had no control over, and that helped me find peace of mind. Alcoholism is a disease that can affect any family. Everyone suffers, but there is help and hope at Al-Anon Family Groups. I was constantly stressed and worried. Now I approach each day with joy and gratitude. In Al-Anon, families and friends of alcoholics find new ways to heal from the effects of a loved one's drinking. Alanon gave me my life back. I'm a better father and husband. Are you in an overwhelming situation because of someone else's drinking? Alanon and Alateen can help. Local and virtual meetings are available. Maybe one could work for you. For information, call 1-866-200-0033 or visit alanon.org slash hope. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'll come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Howie 
Welcome back to League Lap. Tom Baker with you here on WSIC. If you're listening to this on one of our affiliate stations or uh, on steeringwheelnation.com. Oh, by the way, the news site is live. Everybody go to steeringwheelnation.com. All kinds of racing stories. All of our shows are right there on our homepage for you to just click on and play right from the uh, homepage of the site. Um, there's some information on there about the Steering Wheel Nation gentlemen start your engines holiday cruise that's coming up at the end of next year where we haven't opened up uh uh, you can't you can't buy the cruise yet, but uh, you can sign up for Cruise News, which is uh, an email list that we're uh, just so we can get you information as it becomes available. We're going to have some exclusive early bird discounts, um, and uh, we're going to have some fun on this cruise. It is a on a ship with a two level go kart track. Mm-hmm. So Cody Connor in the studio, um, Cody might want to go cruising and uh, take on. Uh, whoever is on the track. Oh, that's that sounds nice. Think about that: racing go karts mm. on a ship at sea. Oh yeah. Oh, that's in December. That's a double headed for the Mexican Riviera. There you go. How about that? Uh, how about that? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's coming up at uh, sales in 2023. But um, you know the way I guess these cruises work is you you start selling them way ahead of time. So um, that'll be coming up. But. Uh, uh, yeah, lots of stuff to look at on Steering Wheel Nation, and uh, that this is phase one, and uh, um, this is one of those where you, you walk into the building and you see the sign that says, pardon our mess, we're still under construction. Um, that's kind of where we're at. There are still a few things that we're finishing up, uh, but we got more features to come. We're going to have a track directory, so if you're headed on vacation somewhere and you're headed, say, to the Grand Canyon and you want to catch a race somewhere out there and know what's going on while you're there, you can just uh, click on that. That'll be available on the uh, the site um, very shortly. So lots to talk about with that. So steeringwheelnation.com, we're going to have apps soon. Uh, and you can go to our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all at the Wheel Nation. At the Wheel Nation, go like, give us a follow, um, and keep up with what's going on. And we're on LinkedIn too. If you're a business person, um, Steering Wheel Nation on LinkedIn. Cody Connor will talk about where you can find him on social media later. But uh, we were discussing big super late model events, and we we mentioned Nashville. Gosh, I love the Nashville Fairgrounds. Mm. It is one of my favorite tracks in all of the country. Beautiful, beautiful. My, yeah, my first time was for the All American Four Hundred, and uh, oh wow, that was what, two years ago. <laughs> Didn't even run a weekly race first. Oh no. yeah, that's the one. Didn't you go out and shoot pole? Yeah, we qualified on the pole. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Man, Nashville is definitely a beaut. Um, they were last time we were there. They were talking about doing some more more racing there more often, and yeah. And that's 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 pretty good to hear, you know. It's it's one of those tracks where um, you you just you drive into the place and you're in the infield and you just look around and like there's history here. Oh, there yeah. is history yeah. here, and it's just you know I, I I was at Nashville Fairgrounds, you know I never thought I'd be there, and uh, it's the way the track is. Turn one and two is a little bit different than three and four, you know. Yep. And through in the middle of three and four, there's a there's a bump that you know if you hit it just wrong, you know it kind of just uh, it moves you up the racetrack a little bit. But off a of turn two is is pretty gnarly. If you if you hit it wrong, you might you might have to get the backup car out or you're going oh boy. home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that always yeah that was always calamity corner <laughs> over there. Yeah. yeah, when I was there, I spotted a, a few races there. It that is just. An amazing track. Oh, um, beautiful. And it, oh, my yeah, goodness. the history. It's like going to Hickory and seeing the Champions Wall or, you know, going to Bowman Gray, which uh, kicked off their season uh, this weekend. Danny Bad to the bone dominated the Hayes Jewelers 200 for the Modifies. Ended up uh, winning that event. Um, but uh, that which was a, a great race. New asphalt. A lot of improvements at Bowman this year. Oh, really? Yeah, brand new concessions. Beautiful new bathrooms, uh. if you can call bathrooms beautiful. <laughs> um, yeah, all new pavement. Um, they, they've got the uh, the turtles um, or sausage. I can't remember what Formula One calls them. Sausage something or other. Um, and uh, you know, they, uh, yeah, the turtles, uh, bit a couple of the modified cars the other day. Um, but yeah, what a, what a, a way to start the season for them. 17 races this year after an abbreviated 11 race schedule. So, all right. So, um, Nashville, uh, hopefully, um, the, 
the race at Five Flags, the Snowball Derby, mm-hmm. a few of the uh, um, the the warm up races for that. Maybe um, anywhere else that you're kind of thinking about going. Nashville is on top of my list right now, but uh, one place that I do want to go to that I'm not too you mentioned sure. Mentioned Greenville too. Yeah, we're yeah. we're definitely going to Greenville. Um, one place that I definitely want to go to again. I don't know about this year, but in the near future is Winchester. Winchester. Uh, oh man, they do the Winchester 400 up in Indiana. Bad fast. Right? Bad fast is right, yeah. brother. Oh my goodness, yeah, you, bad fast. My first time there, you know, it it was one of those tracks where um, you, you got to have them. You got to yeah. have them to drive. You, you, you know what I mean? So um, way to keep it to a family show. Ten four. Yeah. Uh, going into going into turn one. Um, the car actually gets airborne a little bit, you know, at least that's what it feels like behind the wheel. It's almost like I'm, uh, you know, with, uh, with the off-road guys, you know, doing, doing those <laughs> trucks, but, yeah. um, yeah, it's, it, it's a little, it's a little crazy. You actually go in there and it'll slide up a whole groove, you know? So, uh, it's, it's fast, it's wore out. It's um it, it tears some stuff up, you know. There's a lot of cars that oh, that go there, and yeah. um they either don't make it out, or the cars just end up, you know, just a part failure, you know, and they just, you know, yeah. don't make it out of the race, you know. It's, Imagine it's tough. running a super modified at that. Oh place. my goodness! I watched a super modified race there one time. Oh really? And it, yeah, and I also watched a USAC Sprint race. Yeah, those those cars were awfully fast. Like you're just kind of like that. These guys, like you said, yes. they have them. Yes, you, know? <laughs> yes, you got to. Because they're probably two seconds or three seconds faster mm. than you would go. Yeah, and we're, and we're Winchester- hauling the mail. Yeah, you're hauling the mail. I mean, that's a – yeah, out in Indiana, yeah. Winchester Speedway. Half-mile track, you know, so it's it's not little, but it's it's big, you know, so it's <laughs> – it's not little, but it's big. I like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So I mean, you you know, you've you've definitely raced at some really really uh, historic tracks. Of course, you know, we talked Hickory earlier. You used to race mm. there all the time. Won a number of races there, oh, um, yeah. and uh, had the track record there for a while. I don't know if do you still have it? Yeah, uh, with the Cars Tour, I, I I just might with Cars Tour. Yeah, okay. as far as I know, as far as I know, it was a fourteen two two. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that was hauling the mail there. Yeah. Um, you know, Hickory, it's it is just a beautiful, beautiful track. You know, um, it's one of those things where it's got a lot of history to it. It, it. I I used to say in the past, you know, it could use a pave, it could use a paving, it could use a paving. But you know, now it's kind of like, nah, it, it is what well, it is. Well, the problem is, is you get tracks like that, right? And then you know, like they just repaved Atlanta, mm. and and I guess that turned out all right. But it, the and and it obviously they reshaped it too, so it completely changed what the racing's like there. But but. You know, you, you don't want to repave them until you absolutely have to. Mm-hmm. There's a point where it just becomes you just can't not, right? Yeah. But, um, you know, yeah, it's some of those tracks, you know, they, they just have character. Like, and, and you mentioned, uh, um, well, actually, you could say the same thing about Florence now almost as you could about Myrtle Beach. I was going <laughs> to talk about Myrtle Beach, but Florence is getting the same way. Um, yeah. They threw one strip down at Greenville a few years back. Oh. So, like. The groove is redone, but the rest of the track's not. Yeah, which is really bizarre, a couple and it places. makes it really weird. Yeah, a couple of places do that. Honestly, yeah. it's it, it is weird when you whenever you go in there and uh, you get from the old pavement to the new pavement. Yeah. it's it, it's a little sketchy sometimes at a, at place where it's new asphalt because uh, you you think new asphalt. Heck yeah, I'm gonna get it. You know. No, it definitely needs time for rubber, rubber to get in there. You know, South Boston's one that actually was a track that was real nice, real nice, and they actually paved it. You know, we gained a second, second and a half. You know, and South Boston, you know, it's it's um it's a three three eighths, isn't it? And um, it, it's it's a fast track now. You know, and that's right. They repaved a number of years yeah, ago. Yeah, years yeah, ago, and now it's ago. it's still it's still doing pretty good. Yep. You know, and it's oh, it, sure. it didn't need it really, but you know, it's one of those things where some tracks, you know, it, it's once you do, it kind of takes it out. You know, because it kind of takes the the drive out of it, yeah. you know, because it's like Hickory, you know, if you did pave it, you'd be going a lot faster, but the racing necessarily wouldn't be right. as good, you know. Yep. So um, uh, it is it is hard. But let me let me throw one thing out there. Bristol. I, I miss Bristol. I We raced at Bristol once, you know. Oh, you did? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. We, Tell, fi- we finished 10th. Well, you see the time. Tell yeah. us about that real quick. So Bristol was amazing. It, it's, you know, concrete, so you think it's going to be a little bit different, but 
Uh, it looks very, very smooth. Actually, inside the car, it's not. It's really not. I, it's kind of a little, little bumpy, like you're going over yeah. little, 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 like speed bumps, you know. Yeah. And it's crazy, you know, going around there. We were, we were. On, I think it was almost two seconds faster than the Cup cars. So we were, we were hauling the mail. You know, we're a lot lighter than the Cup cars. We don't have as much yeah, horsepower. It's almost scary. But we're more aerodynamic. Yeah. Yep. So um, our cars just aren't built for it. So there's a couple cars that you know broke something and hit the wall. So um, it and just you threw away the, the car. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it just destroyed it. So, yeah. um, Bristol, we were really blistering the tires. Uh, it was, I guess, the tires couldn't dissipate the heat, and chunks were just coming out of the tires from the pro late model race. Yep. And so, when it came in the super late model race, you know, we're going faster than the pros, so we were getting a little bit worried. But um, you know, we we ended up blistering a whole inside row of a tire and everything. But um, overall, you know, Bristol is is an experience that I I just can't even quite fit into words you know yeah i i just there are some tracks i just wish that that wouldn't run short track stuff and i know it's Mm. only a half mile but bristol's one of them because i've seen what it does to cars and it can hurt you yes you know the same with rockingham i don't think short track stuff has any business being on the mile of any sort Mm. um maybe phoenix because it's somewhat flat um, but even that's like really fast for a short track. It, again, if you hit, so it's just, there are drivers that can handle it because mm. of experience, but boy, I wouldn't want to put a 15 year old rookie. Yeah, for sure. You know, for and that's sure. why, so the cars tour had a failed experiment there and I'm glad it was because I just really didn't want to see that. I was afraid of what might happen. Okay. We're going to step aside, but uh, we got one more segment with Cody Connor here on lead lap coming up. So don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444, Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with an SPF of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. I found hope in the midst of an overwhelming situation. Alcoholism can affect any family. Are you in an overwhelming situation because of someone else's drinking? Al-Anon and Alateen can help. Call 866-200-0033 or visit alanon.org slash hope. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science, it's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu, that's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Lead Lap 
Welcome back to Legal App here on WSIC and affiliates across the country, steeringwheelnation.com as well. And, of course, we've got our own social media for the show at Legal App Show on Facebook and Twitter at Legal App Show. Go give us a follow. Cody Connor in studio with us from Mooresville. And, uh, Cody, you were mentioning during the break you also raced at Richmond one time with a late model. I would think with the banking that track has, even though it's bigger than Bristol, the way it's shaped, I would think that would be nowhere near as scary and and maybe a little more fun in some ways. Yeah. Uh, so... Richmond, we ended up, we run on the Supers, we run a four-barrel, and I okay. th- think they made, they made us put a two-barrel on there, uh, so they, they slowed us down a uh, little bit. Um, smart move. I, I will say, Richmond being a three-quarter mile, um, it, it actually really wasn't, it really wasn't that great. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. I was very, actually very disappointed. In practice, it was a little bit different, but once you, once you got on the racetrack, um, it was more of like a track position. It was where you started is pretty much where you're going to finish, you know, because the cars were so, so even, you know, it was just, it it almost felt like it was like you're, you're wide open, but you can't, you can't give it no more, but you want to give it more, you know, but you can't give it no more. And you're just, you're wide open. It's going through the floor. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I, we were, we were going so fast that my, my body actually blew up. Like my, my, my door, my door blew up so I couldn't see the guy on the inside oh, of me or nothing. So it was, it was getting a little crazy. So we had to pit a couple times, but yeah, it was just, it, it was just a little bit too slow, honestly, because it, everything was so like, so close together. So if they left the four barrel, would it have been too fast and dangerous? Yes, I think so. So how, now how would you sort of, what would you do to bridge? There isn't a three barrel. What would you do to bridge the gap? Um, how would, would you make it just a little faster without going over the line? I, I, well, the best thing to do there is to make sure you interview your drivers. You know who the drivers are and you know who the menaces are uh, by all means. Good call. Um, but you know, if you have a if you have a good group of guys out there, you're gonna have guys. I I include myself. You know, yeah. I, I respect you as a driver. You know, if we have some some beefs, you know, as two people, I'm not gonna deal with it on the racetrack. You know, because you know we're racing, we're racing. I'm here yeah. to best you. You know, and yeah. you're gonna best me if you can. Right. So we're we're racing, but you know. Um, you got some guys that just, just don't think, you know, and you know, it's, it, you always <laughs> yep. have it everywhere, everywhere That's you right. go. But you know, uh, Richmond, it, I do feel like if we were a li- able to go a little bit quicker, it would rely a little bit more on, um, how, how, how much can you actually give it over here and how much can you get out of it over here? You know, cause it, you did have to let up big time, you know, you had to like let it coast, but see, we were the way our gears were set up, if you just let right off the gas, it would actually kind of like, so it would break you down so bad that it almost wanted to spin you out. Yeah. You know? So I, I didn't know that at first, you know? So, you know, I went out there, I let off the gas and I, whoa, whoa, you know, it was crazy <laughs> out there. But, you know, after that, you know, that, that was, that was it, you know, but you know, uh, it, it's, it's pretty good. It's a pretty good track. Um, okay. Real quick. Um, you're, you have a real job, you mm. actually own your own business. It's called Cody Cuts. That's Cody with a K, by the way. Cody <laughs> Cuts, um, one maintenance and, yeah. and all of that. Talk about uh, what that is real quick and where do you operate? Because, you know, <laughs> you're on the radio. So plug your, maybe somebody will call you up want their lawn mowing. I appreciate it. Yeah, Cody Cuts Lawn Mowing. Uh, we're around the Kannapolis area. Uh, Kannapolis, we mow Mooresville. We mow um, a little bit in Salisbury. Um, any anything you need, you know, we give us a call seven zero four six nine nine five two zero four. Cody cuts lawn mowing. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Uh, yeah, it, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, first place embroidery too. Uh, if you ever need some embroidery right. work, you know, call seven zero four six nine nine five two zero four. If you need some embroidery, uh, we do shirts. We do hats. Jokes. We do coats or jackets. Oh, you got jokes. I've been I've hung around you enough. You do have (laughs) jokes. That is crazy. (laughs) Yeah. um, And it's Cody, K-O-D-I-E. That's 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 it right there. Um, I'll tell you a little bit about Cody Connor Racing. So we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. Cody Connor Racing, uh, K-O-D-I-E, C-O-N-N-E-R. 
uh, definitely give me a follow and uh, message me if you have any questions. I'm always, you know, free, open to, to direct messages. You know, there's a lot of a lot of guys that, you know, send me messages. Hey, thank you for your quotes. Or, hey, what's the difference between this and this? Or, hey, where can I get this? You know, so I'm, I'm always open for some conversation. But give the Cody Cuts uh, follow information again. Where Cody Cuts Lawn Mowing on where? Cody Cuts Lawn Mowing on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, Cody Cuts Lawn Mowing. Okay. All right. So making sure we got all that in. So uh, anybody needs that, just look Cody Connor up on uh, Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, and Cody will respond. And no matter if it's his racing or his lawn mowing, if you need your lawn mowed and hit his <laughs> racing page, I promise he will talk to you. Yeah. Um, he may not talk till he's off the mower, but uh, he'll talk to you eventually. Well, you know. Um, I actually don't mow. I weed whack. Oh, you weed whack? I weed whack all day long. Oh, man. Yeah. That'll yeah. that'll be a good workout. Oh yeah, oh it does something. It does something for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Probably annoying too, frustrating, oh, but uh, part of the process. What part are, of it. I mean, because a lot of these landscape companies, you so you mow, mm-hmm. you weed whack. What else do you do? What other services do you provide? Uh, we're trying to get into a little bit of landscaping, but not just yet. So we do okay. shrubs, uh, a little bit minor tree trimming. You know, just a little bit of here and there. Um, I'm trying to get into a little bit of the the power washing and a little bit of the gutter stuff too so oh. um i'm trying to do a little bit of everything you know if i can if i think i can do it i can do it you know so um it's one of those things where two-story houses i'm not too big into yet two-story houses okay. no but like single single houses yeah single story houses i'm I'm down, I'm down for that <laughs> okay so wow a little bit of everything okay. a little bit of everything so yeah. there you go so that's what cody does all day and he jump he works on the race car and uh uh, does that at night and then goes yeah. racing on the weekend whenever you can. That's right. Yeah. That's so right. Uh, all dialed in. Yeah. So you've been doing this quite a while. What's your favorite track? Oh my goodness, that is. We need more time for that one. I could go on we forever. We only have a minute. Um, my uh, <laughs> my favorite track. I am going to say as of right now would be Nashville. I don't blame you. Nashville. It is. It, you can get it at Nashville. Straightaways are long. Corners are sharp. You know. It's you got to drive. You got to drive. Okay, what'd you think of that finish yesterday? I didn't get to see it. Oh man, you I gotta go get, look at I didn't it. Get to see it. Oh, I was so. Oh, oh, I did see it. I did see I it. I was so invested in Eric Jones. Yeah, I'm literally cheering Eric. Jo- I know I'm not supposed to be biased, but I can't help it. I wanted the 43 back of Victor Lane, and I'm literally come on, Eric. You out of four? I'm like, you got this. You're gonna. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, what just happened? Yeah, I, Ross Rustin. I didn't get to see the the, oh, the moments leading up to it, man. That but was nuts. No, I, I did get to see the last little bit there. You know, it, it's good for Chastain. Yeah, know? it was great. It's good for him. Trackhouse, two wins. Yep, yep. Yeah, Kurt's been close, but man, Ross has got it going on. <laughs> he right does now. right now. Yeah, and and again, who'd have thought that? You know, I mean, coming into this year, but I think that's what this uh, new car has done. It's really equalized in a lot of ways. So, Cody Connor, thank you so much for coming in. It's all a blast we'll have to do this more oh for sure for sure i definitely appreciate you taking your time for me thank you that is it for this week's lead lap have a great week everybody so long you've been listening to the lead lap show home to southeast motorsports coverage on the radio for more exciting and passionate motorsport content follow lead lap show on facebook instagram twitter and youtube and visit leadlapshow.com The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of the Lead Lab Show. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of the Lead Lab Show. Thank you for listening.